One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, Merry Christmas and welcome to a very special Christmas episode of the National Treasures podcast. I'm Laura Lex and with me is Ho, 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 Will Duggan. Green giant. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we were, this is the podcast where we go on lovely days out and we take you with us in our ears or we're in your ears. Oh, I, there's a way of that 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 works. Um, however, for our Christmas special, we were planning to go to a lovely Christmas market, have a bit of mulled wine, maybe a bit of gingerbread, some fun Christmas stuff. I was going to have a hot dog. You were a lovely German bratwurst, just like Jesus mouth. did. Yum, and yum. what's Ooh, happened, hot. Will? Instead, I've got coronavirus. So we can't go anywhere or do anything, but. That doesn't stop us from wanting to hang out with you at Christmas time. So we have wrangled um, a strange, handsome man. (laughs) Not me. Another one. A new one. An extra handsome, extra big man who goes by the name of my husband. And we... It's Jürgen Klopp. Hey! For our Christmas special, we are going to be doing a virtual Christmas day out. If you've ever heard of the game Dungeons and Dragons, we're we're going to go on a a virtual... What would a Christmas version of Dungeons and Dragons be like? Igloos and Reindeers adventure. Igloos and Reindeers. (laughs) Oof! Something like that. Anyway, um, so let's introduce Tom. Hello, Tom Livingstone of improvised glory fame the noise next door <laughs> hello <laughs> hello love how are you i'm very well so sorry i'm not jürgen klopp everyone hey babe no one's sorrier than me um this is my <laughs> <laughs> my real life actual husband thomas <laughs> and um you are <laughs> thomas <laughs> that's his middle name did you not know that it's definitely needed to be said now, though, didn't it? <laughs> Do you, we can bleep it out, don't we? No one will ever bleep it. Yeah, we'll bleep, bleep it. it. Make sure it's you don't bleeped. get many of those in this day and age. No, well, for World War Two reasons, you know, they're just not. Yeah, he's not as popular. But Tom's parents bloody loved him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> we reference that man so much. <laughs> Tom Livingstone, you're our guest. Hello, Tom. Do you love Christmas? I love Christmas. It's my favourite time of the year. What, what are your Christmas plans, Tom? But they're the, all the same plans you have, Laura. I know, but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to interview you like it's you know a no. professional situation. That is a, that is a question that people will be asked all the time. 
at this time of year. Let's mix it up. Let's be new. Let's be interesting. Israel Palestine, what can we do? <laughs> it's topical and tropical. Um, no. What, what What are your thoughts on um, apartheid? I have many thoughts that I feel it's probably inappropriate to share right now. Did you know yes, that the first, move on. the first AIDS case was in 1920? Why is this what we're talking about? Just it is. Anyway, so, Tom, you <laughs> love Dungeons and Dragons. I do. And I know this from personal experience. You spend a lot of your time playing Dungeons and Dragons and you could be kissing your wife. Thank you very much for organising us a day out into Christmas world. I suppose we've sort of got to hand over to you now and you'll explain the rest. I guess it, well, we can do, yeah. Uh, also, just to be clear, Laura's saying that I play Dungeons and Dragons. Actually, I also play Dungeons and Dragons with both Laura and Will. That's so this is, this is not the first time we've done this together. Although this is a little bit different. For anyone listening who's thinking, this isn't Dungeons and Dragons, it's not. It's a much more simplified version. It's Igloos and Reindeers. It's Igloos and Reindeers. This is a game of Igloos and Reindeers. Now, why is the igloo not featured more more strongly in Christmas pictures? Santa lives at the North Pole. There should be more igloos. Let's write to the ombudsman and complain. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas of um, ombudsman. Isn't feel... ombudsman a oh, good word? Oh, 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 you fucked it. <laughs> it's hard to say ombudsman. I feel like igloos are very much kind of like locked up into that penguin part of Christmas that's a thing for some reason. Yeah. That's the wrong pole as well, isn't it? I know. That's why this isn't igloos and penguins. It's igloos and reindeers. Did you know that all of Santa's reindeers must be women? Because uh, in winter, male reindeers lose their antlers. And when you see pictures of Santa's reindeer, they've all got antlers. Ergo, birds. And they can fly. Birds. (laughs) I didn't know that reindeer were real animals until I was about 17 because of the Christmas story. You're (laughs) sick. What are you playing with, Will? I'm organising my dice. Okay, so, Tom. The first one's got a zero, then a one, then a two, then a three. This one could be a four, probably. Tom, we've asked you to plan us a Christmas day out because Will can't leave his flat. We want to take the listeners on a Christmas day out and you have made us one up. Yes, or something like that. Let's find out. So basically, in this game, in what's it called? Igloos and Reindeers. Igloos and Reindeers. These guys can get up to whatever they want to. I play the world and other characters around them, but if I think the thing that they're trying to do is difficult, I'll ask them to roll a dice. And these guys, I give them a character sheet each, so they've got some numbers that they're going to add to to the rolls, so to see what they're good at or what they're bad at and how things go. Uh, That's the very basic rules, but we're basically just going to have fun with it. So shall we do this thing? Let's go! A national treasure night before Christmas. Twas the night before Christmas at Treasures HQ. Laura and Will still had recording to do. They'd set up their mics away from the snow so that they could begin their festive intro. I love it. Oh, and we should do one. Hello and welcome to the National Treasures podcast. I'm Will Duggan. (laughs) And I'm very small, and a lady. (laughs) 
that's what I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, that, that got very personal very quickly. <laughs> I'm a tiny little mole boy. You might recognise <laughs> me from the Vision Express adverts. Just to be clear, going forward, are you going to be playing each other in this adventure? No. No. I'm not yes. against it. Yes. <laughs> I am. One of us always tells the truth, only the other one always lies. Um... Well, no, I'll play me just because I think it'll be too confusing and Will doesn't have the range to play me. <laughs> Let's carry yep, on. Yep, fair. <laughs> Suddenly, out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. What's a rose such a clatter? They ran to their window to see what was the matter. The rose such a clatter company. A tiny fellow lay squirming out there in the cold. It's Will. <laughs> God's sake. It's Will's dick. Let me at least finish the goddamn rhyme. Sorry. You spoke after every single word of that sentence. I'll tell you this, Tom. I'm not just make the edit. We've just recorded an episode of Years and Years. I was trying to talk about fucking communist insurgency. This prick. Have you ever seen the film Anastasia? There's a bat in it called Bartok. Honestly, the attention span of a goldfish. If you two are going to gang up on me, I'm not going to play. Well, that will make the episode pretty short. Yeah, it will. Yeah, you, you've got to play. It's your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just shut up and let him do his poem. I, I hate poems. Stop it. I'm just going to go back because I feel like it's completely unintelligible at this point. <laughs> you've listened to the podcast, Tom. That's our, that's our bag. Yeah. Suddenly, out on the lawn, there arose such a clatter. They ran to their window to see what was the matter. A tiny fellow lay squirming out there in the cold. And what happened next is a tale to behold. Laura and Will, this is your story. There's a tiny little man rolling around in the snow outside your window. What would you like to do? I think I'd have rhymed, uh, not behold. <laughs> I, I'd have gone for be told or something. There's a tale to be told. That would scan work. So the first thing you're going to do is argue with the narrator. That's Will's. Um, I'm going to say, Laura, there's a fella out here and he's very small. And he's writhing about in the cold. I'll say, I bet he's much bigger in the summer. (laughs) I'll say, shall we put a a blanket on him and see if he's all right, actually? Let's bring him in the house so he doesn't get out of the house. No, hang on. All my things are in here. What if he robs me? I'll kill him. So you go, you go out, you go outside, out yeah, the front we, door. We kill him. <laughs> no! You, you, no, we're not killing him. We go outside and we wrap him in a blanket uh, in tinfoil and then a blanket around the tinfoil and we bring him inside. Okay. Preheat uh, the oven. <laughs> to 180. Baste <laughs> You pick up this tiny little guy. He's only made, He's maybe two feet tall. And you, you bring him up in his little tinfoil blanket and bring him inside, and he's sort of squirming uncomfortably. And as you bring him into the warm, he says, Oh, oh thank you, there, Mr. and Mrs. And I say to Will, Will, have you ever seen a man this tall before? Yeah, and I'll say, Laura, he's twice as big as you, so <laughs> shut your mouth. I'll say, My good man, what has happened to you? Are you okay? Oh, no, no, I, I, just, fell, I just fell from the sleigh. Whoa, whoa, sleigh? whoa, what? I say... Um, you've hit your head, you idiot. Where do you live? We'll take you there, but then we have to go and record our National Treasures Day out. Well, I'm from the North Pole. And as you look at this little guy, 
He Polish. is wearing green. He's got a little pointy hat and pointy ears and curly little boots. He does look suspiciously like the Christmas elves you've always seen on TV and in movies. I say to Will, well, if we sell him to a circus, we could make a lot of money. I say, I say, I, I, I'm going to ask him his name, actually, okay. and ignore Laura trying to bring back the slave trade in a Christmas <laughs> episode of a nice little podcast. <laughs> My, my name is Butterscotch. I'm an elf. <laughs> <laughs> Butterscotch? Yep, the name is Butterscotch. I, I, was, I was on sleigh duty tonight and everything was going well and then suddenly kaboom and I fell out the sleigh. Whoa, wait, whoa. Butterscotch, that sounds like a terrible name. Can we call you something else? <laughs> well, what would you like to call me? Ryan. No. That seems great to me. You can call me Ryan. Okay, Ryan, all of what you're saying is leading me to think that you are under the opinion that you might be one of Santa's elves. I certainly am, 336 years and counting. You sound a lot like the creepy man from Family Guy. He's a pedo, you know, Ryan. <laughs> well, I don't have time to watch Family Guy. I've got toys to make all year. What? what well, that sounds it? like a very pedo thing to be doing for someone your age. <laughs> What does it mean that you've fallen out the sleigh, Ryan Butterscotch? Ryan Butterscotch, I've now got a full name. I I just don't think it's right to take your name away from you. I appreciate that. We we were blasting along, making really good time. You know, we've got to do about 22 million kids an hour just to keep timings right. Pedo! (laughs) What's wrong with you? I'm a happy Christmas elf. (laughs) I've got you back, mate. It's just, sorry about Will. He's been in solitary confinement with the coronavirus for quite a while. So he's lost his mind a little bit. The other day he froze milk cubes. Were you um? Were you in lockdown in the north? I did, Tom. I froze milk to see if it would make a milk ice cube. And it did. And then guess what I did? I let it thaw, poured it back into the bottle of milk, got on with my day. <laughs> Well, that's a really interesting story there, mister, but I'm trying to tell you that Santa's sleigh, it was attacked by something. Oh, my goodness. What? Well, I don't know. It looked like a robot to me. Um, where's Santa's sleigh now, Ryan Butterscotch? Well, we were heading off into town, and I'm sure a big hit like that would have slowed him down something terrible. I need to catch up with him. We've got to find Santa. Okay. Um, well, my car's parked outside. Why don't we drive into town? I've got a sunroof, so we'll be able to see if the sleigh's above us. I do. Let's do, please. Thank you. Okay. I also agree with that, Ryan. But before I... we go any further, please take a lateral flow test. And uh, Ryan spends a great deal of time, take uh, half an hour for the lateral flow test to kick through, and he comes back negative. Ryan's fine. Love I... your result, please, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> He has to download the app first. It takes him a bit of time. But then once it's through, so it's 45 minutes have now passed. And it turns out Ryan's yeah. fine and he's blocked his result. Brilliant. I put Ryan on Will's shoulders Wonderful and news. we run to the car. Okay. 45 minutes later, they dash down to the car, <laughs> parked on the curb. Is there um, anything you guys want to bring with you or are you just going as you are? Um, I grab a frying pan to do some bashing with. Okay. I get, I get my coat. 
Um, Have you got your vape? Probably, Otherwise, you're going to get really grumpy. Yeah, my vape, and probably just like a kitchen knife. Right. You can't just be running around town with a knife. Okay, fine. My air rifle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we also bring some jump leads for the car so we can fry the robot circuits. Yeah. Okay. And right. um, and um, what else will be a, a book just in case it gets a bit boring. <laughs> about a boy by Nick Hornby. <laughs> okay. So with jump leads and a, about a boy by Nick Hornby and a frying pan and uh, and an air rifle, the gang all pile into the car and start heading off in the direction of town. And uh, little Bot Ryan, as he's now called, little Ryan is uh, pointing away. I'm sure it's down here somewhere. This would have been the next stop. I'm sure of it. Okay. We crawl around every street, craning our necks up. Like, we're looking out really carefully. Okay. Yeah. I need both of you guys to make the first roll of the game, which is going to be an intelligence check, just to see if you can spot. Uh, you see if you can spot any evidence of the sleigh's movement. I've so rolled roll an dice. eighteen, and I'm very clever. I get plus five to my cleverness, so it's a mm-hmm. twenty-three from me. Uh, I've rolled a thirteen, and I have plus two intelligence, so that's a fifteen. Excellent. So both both feeling you're you're really got your eyes on this. Um, and it isn't long before, Laura, you spot a present, a, a smashed present on the side of the road. And then a bit further down, you can see a tree that's on fire. Uh, Will, you spot a building that's How missing a chunk. How would you have to be to miss a tree on fire? It could be just very big fairy lights. It is the season. Yeah. It, from a distance, it just looks like lovely decorations. Okay. But up close, it's a bloody flaming tree. Oh, Bloody flaming tree, bloody bugger. Um, I say to Will, Will, look, a tree's on fire. Um, that that could be, Santa might have crashed into it or it could be local ne'er-do-wells. Excellent. Let's investigate. And Ryan Butterscotch, get that present because every child deserves a toy at Christmas. Yeah, even if it is ours? Slightly superficial damage like Alan Partridge's chocolate oranges now available from Rawlinson's. <laughs> Well, good idea. He runs and picks up the present as you guys start looking around. From the position of the flaming tree, you see something much more disturbing. And that is a huge green sack spilling presents out into the road. I say, oh, he wants to put some cream on that. (laughs) You both went for the same joke at the same time. Oh, a huge green sack spilling presents into the road. Um... I dash over and start scooping the presents back into the sack. She dashes, I dance. Ryan Butterscotch prances. I vixen <laughs> it up. And then the and then the Luftwaffe come and blitzen us. <laughs> uh oh, Cupid. Anyway, uh, who's hungry? Let's get a donna. Um, get Look the, the get sky. the presents. There's a comet. And and that's all of them. Well uh, done. Good work, everyone. <laughs> uh, Rudolph. Uh, so we get the presents and we put them in the boot and we see the trail uh, if we can see anything else yeah as you as you're scraping up these presents there are these there's bits of uh, red painted wood that you think might be part of the sleigh but there's also strange bits of metal broken and shards of this odd bits of metal on the ground as well i'm imagining sort of like an ancient core from breath of the wild imagine a way maybe that's exactly what it looks like yeah there's there's these there's these strange uh, strange sheets of metal um that, that gather they don't look like they'd be part of a sleigh though 
a but clue. The metal doesn't. The metal looks like bits of robot. Who yeah, would maybe. make a robot to destroy Santa, though? Maybe Mr. Mattel. Um, I um, follow the bits of the wood. Okay. I'm going to ask Ryan Butterscotch if he's okay, because this must be quite triggering for him. He's just fallen out of it. It's his mates. Yeah, he, he, he comes wandering over with the broken present and just takes in the scene. He's like, I can't, I've never seen anything like it. Um, he, like he's, he's pretty now. distraught. Um, Ryan, have a seat, Ryan Butterscotch. Maybe get some glue vine. I've got a hip flap. Yeah, give Ryan him a candy cane to keep his blood earlier. sugar so levels up. Cannon. <laughs> okay, you and give a him fag. a candy cane. He starts Don't sucking let him on smoke. That. He's got tiny little fag. lungs. No, no smoking, Ryan Butterscotch. Okay, Will, could you roll a roll a charisma check, please? I want to see if you can convince this elf to start smoking. It's an eleven plus five, sixteen. Yeah, he's, smoke he, him up, Butterscotch. Immediately takes up smoking. <laughs> right, wow. Ryan. Ryan blazes through a packet of Benson and Hedges in about six minutes. No, it's, I it's... dash over and say, Ryan, no, you mustn't. <laughs> It'll stunt your growth, Ryan. Okay, can you make a charisma check, please? You've got to beat Will 16. Oh, no, it's only five. Yeah, no, he, he smokes the lot and he is now addicted for life. Oh, okay, man. so Ryan's smoking away. Laura's looking through the bits of redwood. Um, what, anything else you guys want to do before you keep following the trail? Um, I say to Will, God, now that Ryan Butterscotch is smoking, he's much more attractive. Do you think he's single? <laughs> and I say... Yes, but I think you're too old for him. I'm reasonably sure he's a pedophile. <laughs> I, I can hear you, and I'm not. What, too <laughs> old for me or into kids? I'm not, I, I don't really want to engage in this sort of talk. <laughs> okay, fair enough, Ryan Butterscotch. Um, we're going to take a peek for the sleigh. Can we hear any noises or anything? Uh, yeah, make an intelligence check. Let's see if you can hear anything. Uh, oh, that's good. It's 24. Yeah. In fact, you can hear a strange sort of buzzing sound. Oh, no. Uh, coming from round the corner. I've, I've got the frying pan in both hands and I'm heading towards the buzzing sound. I say, Will, be on my tail. I load the air rifle. I turn its scope to five times and I cover Laura. <laughs> You've got an air rifle with a five times scope. I won't lie to you, Tom. Right? Have you literally I... got an air rifle with a five times scope? <laughs> Yeah. This air rifle makes it into so many episodes. Look at that. Look at that bad boy. That is actually insane that that's a thing that you just have to hand will. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> right. There's a buzzing sound coming from the uh, round the corner. Do you want to investigate? Yes. Excellent. Uh, as you round the corner you can see a terrifying scene. The hum of what you now realise as propellers is getting louder. And then there's flashing blue lights as what look to be drones. A group of drones are all floating around near this roundabout. And in the middle of the roundabout, you can see two reindeer who are getting blasted at by the so-called security lasers off of these drones. Oh, no. I want to start firing my gun at the drones. Okay, you rush in and start firing at these drones. Will, roll to hit. Now, interestingly here, when I made your character sheets, I made Will the one who would be good at swinging something like a frying pan and Laura the one that would be good at something like an air rifle. But you have selected the exact opposite of your skills. Oh, so no. let's see how it goes. Okay, uh, so it's a ranged weapon. To it hit, sure it's a D20 plus one. Yep. 
That's 18. And 18 does hit. So Will takes his five times scope, aims at one of these drones, and, and it hits. Roll, Will, roll your damage. My damage is 1d6 plus 1. Yes, it is. It's 2, I'm afraid. A 2. Tink! It hits the drone on the side and sort of flies a bit awkwardly. Uh, however, these drones are still spiralling, these two reindeer. Laura, what would you like to do? Um, do, Is there any recognisable insignia on the drones or anything? Are they Amazon drones? You look carefully at the side of these drones and you realise that in this version of reality, they are Mississippi.com drones. Uh, just for sort of, you know, any sort of... I don't want anyone to think it's about anything in particular, but they are Mississippi.com oh, no. drones. Mississippi's clearly not happy that Sanders Nick in his business. Um, I'm Is gonna... it Mississippi.com owned by Lef Mazos? Uh as you, as you have that thought, you you suddenly remember that Mississippi.com is owned by the former celebrity chef, Chef Bezos. Chef um, Bezos, no! Who turned his his uh, millions he earned from from celebrity chefing into a international delivery company. Okay, um, well this boils my absolute bananas, and I do a flying leap, and I I like Andre Agassi. <laughs> <laughs> a drone out of the sky with my frying pan. Are you going for the same one that will hit or a different one? Um, a different one. Okay, roll to hit, please. Um, so this is... What type of weapon is this? This is a melee weapon. Uh, okay, a d20 plus one. It's 15! A 15 hit! Yes! Okay! So Laura leaps into the air, smashes the thing with her pan. Roll the damage, Laura. Oh, it's, uh, five damage. Five damage. As the weapon comes crashing down onto the drone, it splinters into pieces. Yes! And that one has been defeated. There are still three more hovering about, though. It is now the drone's turn, and they are all going to start blasting at you guys. Uh, the first one uh, shoots near Will. It's nowhere near good enough to hit him. Will dives out the way gracefully. Uh, that the doesn't second sound one like Will. Takes a shot at Laura. And it's a it's it's a lot to hit. It's a twenty three to hit. That hits me. So this second drone blasts at Laura. Uh, Laura, you are going to take four points Ooh. of lightning damage as this. It sears a scar across my eyebrow, and I wipe the blood away and narrow my eyes, looking at the drone like you'll pay for that, Chef Bezos. <laughs> and I think, and I think. This has very much escalated. I was I was having a scampy for my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the last one fires at one of the two reindeer, and it it does hit. It's rolled a nineteen uh, to hit, which is and more than enough. Oh, and does five damage to one of the reindeer, and it lets out the sound a reindeer would make if it was in distress. Which is, <gasps> is that yes? It lets out <clears throat> sound. Uh, yeah, th this reindeer does not look healthy, does not look happy. Oh, Will, what would you like to do? I'd like to know why Ryan hasn't had a go. Ryan is dithering at the back. Well, he's panting because he's smoking now. He's, like, yeah. trying right. to catch up I with it. I chuck Ryan my copy of About a Boy by Nick Hornby <laughs> to keep him interested. <clears throat> and then I run to war haven't had time to reload it's a single shot so i'm only going to mm. use it every other go because i'm going to play the game properly i like it i like it. I, I run towards the uh drone and i get the butt of the rifle which just yeah. so you know is very fucking dense and i'm just <laughs> gonna bam it 
right on its casing, right in its on the smoke. on the same one you just shot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Roll to hit. This is now this is now a melee weapon. You have turned your ranged weapon into a melee weapon. I don't fuck a boo. <laughs> D20. 13 yeah. plus 5. 18. 18 hits. Roll the damage on that melee weapon. And that's a D6 plus 5. Sure is. 7. 7. You smash it apart. The tiny little chink in the armor that you managed to make earlier by shooting it explodes now as you smash your rifle into it. There are two drones remaining as the reindeer cower into the middle of this roundabout. Laura, what do you do? Yeah, I want to get these. I'm going to get my jump leads out and swing them around my head like a lasso and then flick at the drone to just try and, like, bring it down in a... Yeah. Okay. You sort of th- are you, so you holding one end or are you throwing yeah, yeah, them like yeah. a bowler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm lassoing it. I'm like you're lassoing it. All right. Yeah. M- make make an attack. Uh, is this a throwing stuff attack or a melee weapon again? I'll I'll say we'll count this as throwing because you're trying to do something dexterous, not strong. Oh no, it's not good. It's only an eight. Oh, an eight misses. You whip the jump leads and it just manages to fly out of your reach. Okay. I'd like to put myself between the the reindeer and the drones. Okay, Laura puts her body on the line. Uh, It is now the drone's go. Now the one that was firing at the reindeer is now going to fire at you, Laura. Yeah. Um, And does a 16 hit. It meets my armour class, yeah. Meets it, beats it in the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Should have put my jacket on. Igloos and, what is it? Igloos and reindeers. Oh, there are actual reindeers here. Exciting stuff. Uh, So yeah, it does hit you. And Laura, you are going to take four points of lightning damage. Okay. Um, you feel this jolt of energy go through you. The other one is also going to fire at Will. And again, it's only a 10 to hit, which I think misses you, doesn't it, Will? Yeah, my armor class is a 14. Yeah. The the laser blasts into the snow next to you. This one's missed. Uh, the reindeer are now sort of cowering away. The one that's been hit is really badly injured. Um, at this point, Ryan uh, starts flicking through about a boy and says, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if Hugh Grant played this character? Uh, and Would then it... it's your go again, Will. And I say, do you know, that character in the book, his dad wrote a song called Santa's Super Slay. We could have done with one of those tonight, I quip, <laughs> as I reload my air rifle and shoot, because it's the other, um, that's the rule I give myself. Every I love it. The other. Roll to hit, Will. I'm firing at the one that keeps shooting at Laura. Such selfless act. Uh, it is a 18. Again, 17 18 plus 1. hits again. Despite not being naturally gifted with this uh, air rifle, Will seems to be rolling very well. You must have just a natural affinity for it, Will. I just actually spent a lot of time practicing up near the race course. <laughs> and it's three damage. Three damage. Again, it sends it wobbly off its, off its flight. Um, it, it's been hit, but again, it's not quite enough to take it out. So that's the one right in front of you that's just been hit there, Laura. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to um, headbutt it. You're going to just fully headbutt yeah, just... a thing with Oof. propellers swinging round. Yeah. I love it. Brave. Roll it. Roll to hit. Let's Come see on, if you can Laura's headbutt forehead. the drone. It's a nine. A nine <laughs> misses <laughs> as you swing your head forward and the propeller shaves half of your hair off the side of your head. So now you've got this weird lopsided haircut where half of it's shaved and the rest of it's ridiculous. That's the origin story. That's what your hair's like in the real world. (laughs) (laughs) It's an origin story. 
The drone, oh my gosh, the one firing at Laura is going to hit again. It's 24 to hit this time. Shoot, and my armor class is lower now because I haven't got as much hair as before. <laughs> you take another four points of electric damage. Laura is getting beaten. And Will, the one firing at you, has rolled badly again. It, this time it's like a six to hit you. So, Will, this one can't hit you for love nor money, but Laura is getting an absolute pounding. Uh, at this point... Uh, Lucky Laura for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Laura. No, that, 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 that's your wife, and I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm fine with it. Uh, fine, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Butterscotch, it. he now is like, I've got to help. And so the only thing he's got is a copy of About a Boy, and he's going to throw it at the one that's shooting at Laura. Uh, he's going he's gonna to take a hell of a shot, this. Oh, when it is a hell of a shot. I have rolled on the dice a natural 20, Whoa, which means critical. it's a critical hit. It does double damage. It's huge. Ryan throws the book right at the drone, and there's a swirling of engines as the paper gets shredded, and the drone gets tangled up in all the paper and goes crashing down into the snow with an explosion. Uh, there's one single bit of paper floating into your hand, Will. What does, the, what does it say? For Kurt Cobain. Oh, no. Um, do you know what it says? It says, in memory of Liz Knights. It's wow. Nice, isn't it? Yeah. The, 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 mem the memory, what's it called? The dedication floats down yeah. your hand, and you realise now there is only one of these drones remaining. Will, what would you like to do? Well, I'm quite annoyed that they've blown up my book. I really like it. So, again, it's got to be a case of butter the rifle, smash it into the fella. When you said butter the rifle then, I was imagining you getting out some lure pack and just spreading it all over the... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, it's not as good. It's only a 15. Is that a 15 hit? is enough to hit, oh, though. Oh, yes! Roll damage with the buttered rifle. And that's what the... 6 plus 5. Yeah. Oh! 11! <gasps> Will comes swinging in and smashes the last drone out of the sky... It crunches into the snow and some quiet finally reaches the area. The, the buzzing of the drones has gone and now there is just the heavy breathing of the two reindeer. I Can race I pick over up one to of the, the hurt drones? reindeer and tenderly kiss him on the mouth. You um, go over to the hurt reindeer and oh. kiss him on the mouth. Yeah. Is, that just, is that right? Yeah. Okay, tenderly. and what are you up to? Can I pick up one of the drones? Because I assume they've got like a little camera on them. And I want to look into the camera and say something. What well, I say exactly? Hey, Bezos, I've got some customer feedback. And then just throw it into the ground. Yes. You do that as Laura makes out with a reindeer. And after the tender kissing, the reindeer says, Why, thank you so much. I really appreciate a bit of tongue action of the evening. And then whoa, I pick up whoa. the camera... Uh, again, yeah, and I say I've got a better one. <laughs> and I go. The unlucky thing for you, Bezos, is I'm in the prime of my life and throw it down again. I'm happier with that one. Yeah. Uh, and I pick it up and I say, <laughs> we we just delivered you a ass whooping next day, guaranteed. No, this say, one hey, was bad. <clears throat> just actually listen to Will's ones. Goodbye. And then I drop it down. And I say, go, hey, Ryan, have you... I, I, I chuck the camera to Ryan Butterscotch and say, have you got one? 
I'm just a Christmas elf, and you've taken most of the obvious Amazon jokes, so no! <laughs> Stick that in your fulfillment centre, Bezos. I say, what's Amazon? This is Mississippi. Mississippi, I mean, yeah, Mississippi. Why, Butterscotch, that bang to the head really upset you. I turn back I say, to the reindeer oh. and I say, where's the sleigh, guys? We seem to have lost it. We were blasted from the sky from these damn drones. And I say, hey, Ryan, give me the camera back. And he does. And I say, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-P, bye. Throw it down. And then I'm done. And now all of the cameras on the drones are shattered so no one can pick them up again. (laughs) Okay. I say to the reindeer, how hurt are you? Can we ride you? I'm I'm not doing well, but I should be able to carry you. Why are you looking to find Santa Claus? No, I just want to ride you. Well, Doesn't that kiss mean anything to you? I've got to be honest. You should have forced it upon me without receiving my implicit consent. So no. Hey, I, I can't believe that I've got to save Christmas with a pedo elf <laughs> and a bestiality Lex. <laughs> this is Sean Connery the reindeer. You're not going to not kiss him. I wanted to bring him back to life. Um. Uh, where are we? Yeah, well, yeah, we've got to check that Santa's okay. There might be more drones. The the other the other reindeer that's uh, that's uninjured or mainly uninjured says, "She's right. We've got to find Santa Claus. Come on!" And I say, "Are you okay that I didn't kiss you? It's just you didn't look. It wasn't a a love thing. It was that I was worried about how ill the Sean Connery one was." And you thought kissing him would be appropriate? Yeah, my kisses make everything better. Ask my husband. I, I feel like I got a pretty good direct line to his thoughts and feelings and it doesn't seem to be how he's feeling right now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say to this one, say, hey, reindeer friend, it's time to get to the Santa. Let's go. I love it, let's get out of here. And I say, yeah, because we have to find Turbo Man. Is that a reference to... Which one's that? Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way? Do you know what? We could just get on with the story, though. Let's do it. We get on the backs of the reindeers. Yeah. And I get Ryan and say, let's go. So Will and Ryan Butterscotch get on the healthier one, and then me, a light as a fairy princess, gets on the hurt one. Okay. So you you clamber on to, uh, to, to, to the hurt one. It says... I should be able to take you all the way to Father Christmas. We have a sixth chance as to where he's going to be. Brilliant. And I say, how long will the flight take, do you think, reindeer friend? Well, it should take about ten minutes, but for the listener, it should be a matter of seconds. Okay, Okay, well, during the ten minutes, I'm just going to make Ryan fill out an application for a DBS, just to allay (laughs) all my fears. I'm probably just going to stare out of the, not like the window because it's a reindeer, but I'm going to look at the horizon because I get quite motion sick when I'm not driving. Tell us everything you know, reindeer friends. Yeah, what happened? You were just flying along and then the drones came? Yes, uh, we were flying along happily, making pretty good time, and suddenly the drones attacked. When we crashed down here by this roundabout, a crazy man all in white with a floppy hat and a meat cleaver he bundled Father Christmas into the back of a Mississippi delivery truck and drove off. Oh my goodness, that sounds like Chef Bezos. Oh my god, you might be right. Hey, reindeer friends, what are your names? I am Blitzen, and I am Dasher. Because you, you're yeah. dashing and you're blitzing. Yeah, I guess so. That's 
Fun, isn't it? Why not? <laughs> Do you know what? Why not indeed, Dasher and Blitzen? Okay, um, are there any sign of more clues or more reindeer? Maybe some dung? We could juice south it up, looking at the dung to see how fresh it is. Yeah. The, as you fly through the sky, you notice a pile of dung miles below you on the floor. I scoop up a handful and I shove it in Will's mouth and I say, is it warm? Will, any response to this I action? say, yes. <laughs> That's because Dasher just did it. <laughs> He's right. That was one of Dasher's shits that you have picked up and put into Will's mouth. Uh-oh. I very few, I will say, Laura, going forward, very few drones or vans shit, but almost all reindeers shit. So the reindeer is just going to be from our pals. No, because it might be some of the other reindeer that we're hunting. Good point. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Doesn't take long before Dasher and Blitzen lead you towards a massive warehouse complex on the outside of town. Even from this distance, you can see the huge Mississippi.com logo on the side of the buildings. This appears to be one of their delivery centres. Oh my goodness. We are about to see some piss in bottles. Right, guys, before we go any further... We need to see if we can find any uniforms for oh, the Mississippi good idea. workers. Yeah. Maybe some orange high vis, um, a little lanyard. A sad look you on know. your face. <laughs> Do you know I used to work at uh, one and yeah, exactly that. Yeah, okay. We hunt let's have a look and see if we can find some uniforms. Okay. So you land Maybe down near the perimeter. Yeah, that's we, how I we, imagine. Let's that, um, put the reindeer somewhere the they looks. can't be seen. Okay, so okay. you you put the reindeer by the uh, by the edge, and uh, and what's his name now? I keep wanting to say butterscotch. Ryan butterscotch. Ryan butterscotch says, oh, I'll, "I'll keep here with the reindeer. We wouldn't want anything to happen to them." Okay, Ryan. Uh, and and I say, "Great news, Ryan. <coughs> the email's back in. You're clear." I I told you I would be. Well, that means you're either not one or you're very good at hiding it. Ooh, who knows? So, as you start to stake out the perimeter of this Mississippi.com warehouse, you see that there are a few people working here. But this must be one of the central, uh, the, one of the central things because it's a lot of high-ranking members of the Mississippi family. It's all the other celebrity chefs that came up yeah. alongside Chef Bezos. You can see. There's 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 people checking the uh, the the sort of the work rotor. You realise oh, that's that's Jamie Bolivar, um, who liberates the dishes previously owned by Spain, and then riding around in an ancient Roman that racing vehicle is a Ainsley Chariot. <laughs> that was less good. And, <laughs> I liked that one. And then and then the foreman out in the yard, you can see it's Gordon Ramesses the second. Nice. They're all oh. slightly historical because that's kind of your podcast sometimes. Is there a um? Is there also a guy um, who's got like big white hair and silver glasses on? And I say, hey, is there not like a Gary Rhodes one? And he says, Rhodes, where this adventure's going, we don't need Rhodes. <laughs> so as the duo step off the roads into the Mississippi Delivery Centre. You could approach any of these three celebrity chefs. Hmm. Maybe there are others knocking about. Um, what would you like to do? Well, I just feel like 
Gordon Ramesses is too, he's too noisy to want to talk yeah. to. He's going to yeah. attract attention. He is currently shouting at a load of workers. Yeah. Um, What's Jamie Bolivar doing? Um, he he is just uh, looking at some screens quietly at the moment. Okay, and who is might... the other one? Ainsley Chariot. Ainsley Chariot. He is literally. He seems to be head of security, right, racing around the perimeter on a chariot. I feel like we could turn think... Ainsley Chariot. Oh, I think we should go and get old Bolivar. All right. Okay. Yeah, if he, I'm if game. he kicks off, I could just shoot him in his fat tongue. <laughs> yeah, shoot him in his fat tongue. <laughs> <laughs> what is Bolivar. wrong with you? Yeah, all right, let's go Bolivar. Okay. You sneak through a gap in the fence. You wait for Ainsley Chariot to pass you by. Can you both make uh, dexterity checks just to see how sneakily you can do oh, this? Oh, I'm real sneaky. Oh, oh it's a no. 23 for my sneaks. Well, here's the thing. My dexterity is minus one. And I, I only rolled a six, so it's five. <laughs> Uh oh. So Laura, you <coughs> successfully yeah. sneak all the way up to the area where Jamie Bolivar is working, and you look back just to check on Will, and he's nowhere to be seen. Meanwhile, Will, you've gotten your your jeans caught on the chain link fence, and you're desperately trying to get yourself free. And then you look up, and Ainsley Chariot is making his way on his rounds. His chariot is coming galloping towards you, Will. What do you do? Hmm. Excellent question, actually. <laughs> I'd uh, like. Can can I throw my um? You're Laura. You're not there. Will Will is being left left way behind, left in the dust. Talk Will's me through. Sorry, what's my exact situation? Your jeans are caught in a chain link fence. Yeah. And Ainsley Chariot is racing towards you on his chariot with two horses. How far through the chain link fence am I? Am I like half through? All of you through, apart from the leg with that's, that's attached to the, you know, the jeans have got caught. Okay, and had I, had I managed to get like a little tabard, do I look like I belong? You were heading in to do that now, no. Oh, you haven't got God. anything yet. You look like someone trying to crawl through a fence. What do you do? Do you know what? I'm going to say, Mr. Chariot! Maybe Mr. Chariot! Him, sir, call him Sir, butter him up. <laughs> He, sir, he, Mr. He, chariot, sir. The chariot slows, and Ainsley Chariot says, "What are you doing here?" Oh, Mr. Chariot, thank goodness you're here. The front gate. There's no one manning the front gate. I'm late for my shift, and I noticed this gap in the fence, and I thought if I can sneak in and get in, I I know how um Chef Bezos gets when people are late for work. Uh, so <laughs> I thought if I snuck in, I could you know I pretend that I hadn't logged in on time, but I've caught myself here, and my hands are um. Would you mind helping me through, sir? Okay, you're going to need to make a hell of a charisma check to sell this lie, Will Duggan. Roll it. Let's see what happens. It's a 19 plus 5. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course. It happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. And he, and he untangles you from the chain link fence. And, you know, get on your way. Make sure you check in. And he points you over to a, to a building that's completely unmarked as far as you can see. But he seems to be pointing at where you would check in if you were working here. Ooh. Great. Well, I might try and knock him out now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you want to do? 
Yeah, I think I'm going to headbutt him, you know. Okay. We love headbutting on this podcast. So, as Will is about to headbutt Ainsley Chariot, we're going to cut back to Laura, who has just snuck up behind Jamie Bolivar. Yeah. Um, And I, I say, psst, psst, Bolivar. See, hello. Um, That is right, I am Jamie Bolivar. I am much more Bolivar than I am Jamie. That is how these things go. And I say, listen, you didn't hear it from me, because I ain't no snitch, but you see that group of Mississippi.com employees over there? And I point to a group of people. Yeah. I say, they've got turkey Twizzlers on them. No. I cannot believe this. Of all of the things I have ever heard, this is most offensive to me. Uh, he looks over. Uh, actually, make a make a charisma check. Let's see how oh, well this goes oh, for you. What's my charisma? How Plus good two. you lie. Okay. Uh, oh no, it's not gone well. Um, it's it's only a two plus two is a four. <laughs> okay, he says. I, I do not see any turkey twizzle. Sorry, who are you? Um, I say, um, I'm, um, <laughs> I say. Um, I'm a producer for Saturday Morning Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, uh, I just... You are hesitating a lot for someone who produces Saturday Morning Kitchen. Well, I'm just a producer. I'm, I don't like to be under the spotlight. But I invented the omelette challenge. Actually, that was me. That was my idea. What Make happened one was more I was, charisma I was check. watching Top Gear and I saw the fastest lap thing and I thought, how can we do that but with eggs? <laughs> Make one more charisma check. Come on, Laura's lying ability. Oh, it's so much better! That is 19 plus 2 is 21! Okay. He was feeling pretty suspicious, but now he says, Okay, if you can tell me one fascinating fact about Bolivar, I will let you go on your way. Um... I think you gave your children some of the most creative names in the last 20 years. And I think it's really brave when people with a lot of money name their children really dumb things so that they still have problems to surmount, even though they reasonably shouldn't. I'll be honest with you. I was hoping for an interesting fact about my namesake, Simon Bolivar, but you have focused very much on the Jamie Oliver part. Listen, I don't know who Simon Bolivar is. But do you not, I was really? trying to get through this without that coming up. Um, but thank you very uh, much for bringing that to uh, the forefront. Uh, did, I, did you write hey, Tom, a book here's something about in, something? Here's something interesting, Tom, that you might yeah. be, want to know. Laura, yeah. this isn't for you at all. Um, what's his name, that Colombian drug lord? Pablo Escobar. Yeah. He owned the sword of Simon Bolivar. If only Laura had managed to know that. And the thing about Simon Bolivar, uh, as we all know, the uh, communist uh, insurgent who gave his name to the country of Bolivia, um, he really was a cause for left-wing guerrilla fighting in the latter 19th century. Anyway, bye! (laughs) And I say, I just think Honey Boo... Is a great <laughs> and and inspiring name for. Wait, is Jamie Oliver's kid literally called Honey Boo? I'm pretty sure he has a child called Honey Boo. Oh Hang on God. a minute, and I pull my phone out to just double check this fact before I embarrass myself in front of him. Um, uh, Jamie Oliver's bean and bacon soup is an 
absolute staple in my house. Sorry, no, it's Poppy Honey and Daisy Boo. Do you know what? For knowing obscure Jamie Oliver child name trivia, Jamie Bolivar is going to go, look, I have no time to mess with you, but get on your way. And he gestures away. He's not offering you any help, but he has let you pass unmolested. Okay, Should we use I the word see. molested with Will in the room? Don't forget the turkey twizzlers. They're taking years off their own life expectancy. Meanwhile, back at the headbutt of Ainsley Chariot, will roll to attack Ainsley Chariot. Dun, 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 dun. So uh, it's a d20 plus five. Yeah. It's, it's a 15 plus five. I'm rolling like an absolute legend. Okay. Right now, roll your damage, Will. It's a D4 yeah. plus five. It's a six. Okay. You headbutt Ainsley Chariot square after he'd been helpful, he'd given you all the information <laughs> you needed, after he was fully willing to let you go on your way, you decide to headbutt an innocent man. I'm gonna Not see innocent. if he if he stays conscious. Okay, I rolled very low. I rolled a two. So Ainsley Chariot falls unconscious and slumps down into his little golden seat in his little golden cart. I turn around and see him slump down and I shout, can't stay conscious, won't stay conscious. Nice. And I say, I say something like, ha, the red peppers have it. And it doesn't make much sense, but I just say it. <laughs> Oh, I see. Can't go, won't go. I was thinking, surely, ready, steady, headbutt would have been the. Isn't that his big? Isn't that his big hit? That's his big one. Also, big do you one. know his line of um, instant couscous is delicious. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have headbutted him then, mate. That is rude, actually. So now, Laura and Will have an unconscious Ainsley Harrier and a general direction of where people might check in if they were coming to work here at this Mississippi.com delivery centre. Yeah, and they also have 20 minutes to finish the day. Um, they Okay, let's run to the checking in place and see if there's a signpost for Chef Bezos's office. Okay, you head to the checking in place. Uh, both of you make intelligence checks. I want to see how your investigating goes as you try and get oh, your Oh, it's 23 for me. It's 21 for me. You guys have eyes on everything. As you enter this sort of like this uh, working lobby, as it were, you see there are lots of uniforms hanging up in a sort of locker room and you are both able to find a decent uniform that fits you. Okay, I find one that doesn't smell of like meat sauce or anything. There is only one, so Will, yours unfortunately stinks of meat sauce. (laughs) I I don't mind that really, actually. Okay, Um, okay, brilliant. And then... um, we start prowling the corridors looking for Chef Bezos's office. And then, it, do we see anybody? You don't see anybody as you're walking through this delivery centre late on Christmas Eve. I say to Will, this seems suspicious. We know that they work round the clock here and are never given break times. I say, m- maybe their unions have got them Christmas Eve off and then we laugh. Yeah. Because we, that would never have happened. We laugh for ages, and then we go. Maybe if the if the bloody Labour Party stood up for anything, <laughs> Keir Starmer, more like no, not and, actually very good at his job. And then we get booked to do a twelve week run at the Soho Theatre. <laughs> and oh, hang on, my phone's ringing. Yes, I'd love to write on the new series of Specking Image. Bye. Woohoo! 
after a short time of some inside jokes, the two comedians come across a strange, a, sorry, the two comedians come across a large open warehouse area with a walkway running around the top of it. And as they look down into this large open space, they see in the middle of it all, none other than Chef Bezos himself stood in a full live streaming studio. <gasps> Behind him, hogtied and gagged, is Father Christmas, I struggling say, against his bonds next to a huge oven. I say, oh my God, you see how Father Christmas is tied up? I've had several dreams about this. <laughs> and then I tell Will one of the most explicit dreams he's ever heard. I'll roll, I'll roll for creativity for how explicit my dream is. Sure. It's low, actually. It's a three. It's not high. It's just like once I bumped Father Christmas. That's that's yeah. what she says to That's you. what I say to Will. But I look at him like he's just heard the most exotic <laughs> sex he's ever heard. Do I roll to see if I get aroused? I mean, I would. <laughs> I guess you have to roll lower than a three to be aroused here. It's a 19. Oh. No, this is not arousing to you. Besides... Steadfastly flaccid. You are somewhat focused on Chef Bezos, who is speaking to, like, a little cheap camera and a ring light. And he's saying... So, not only... Well, he's not Australian. Where's he from? America. <laughs> he's Australian now. No. Oh, yeah, no. That Chef Bezos. Chef, Chef Bezos. Chef Bezos is actually Australian, so it doesn't matter. Not only have we streamlined the Christmas user interface by removing the needless moral compass, we've replaced it with a much fairer means-tested system wherein having more money means you get more presents. We're also happy to unveil the ultimate festive feast, the Santa Duckin. We've taken a chicken, we've put it in a duck. We've taken that duck and we've put it in a turkey. And now I'm going to put that turkey into Santa and pop the whole thing in the oven, 180 degrees for about 13 hours. No! Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shout, Bezos! <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna run around so I'm on the other side of the gantry to, to Will so that when Will draws attention to himself, he's, he doesn't see me. As Will screams the word Bezos... Chef Bezos looks up at you, Will, and says, Oh, you, from the various terrible pun video messages. <laughs> it is me. And then I'm going to sort of go like this and go all small and then burst forth in explosive <laughs> power <laughs> and, and kick in my special ranting rage bonus action. Yes. Will activate. So to do this, Will, you obviously have to start ranting about the situation you find yourself in. So you've got to do this, Will. You've got to rant right now about the situation to affect. This begin is your rant. unbelievable, Bezos. I stood by when you charged me ten pound a month for video content. Yeah, I still had to watch adverts. I stood by, but on your homepage it said, oh, you can have next day delivery. And when I actually went to check out, it said, available in seven days. I stood by when I knew your workers weren't allowed to unionise. I stood by when I worked for your company and you'd call me two hours before the fucking shift started to say, oh, actually, we don't need you in. The shift starts at 3am. I've been in bed since 6pm, you fucking prick. I'm just awake now in the middle of the sodding night. 
but this is too far. Will's ranting rage is activated and he now does much more damage with any of his attacks. Bezos looks up to you, smiles, and then says, Hey, Alexis, engage my battle armour. Battle armour engaging. And a load of drones fly in from hitherto unseen points in the room and they begin strapping plates of armour to Chef Bezos, covering him in high-tech combat gear. And he says, bring it, mate. He gets more Australian every time he talks. Will. Well, well, we appear to have Iron Chef Man. That's not bad. <laughs> Iron Chef. We, if you're in Japan, that joke really lands. Because isn't yeah, it mainly really. a Japanese thing, Iron Chef? It's American, I think. Is it? As well. All right. So, Will, you're up on the gantry. Chef Bezos is below you in a sort of battle suit, kind of like Iron... He's Iron Chef now. Iron Chef is below you. What would you like to do, Will? How far below me is he? Oh, like 15 feet. What's that in metres? Dunno. Four metres. No what would happen to me if I jumped down? Only one way to find out, Will. Uh... Well, the momentum's right. died somewhat. I'm still livid! And I jump. <laughs> yes. You jump from the, the gantry roll. But I want to land Will. like Superman. Are you are you trying to land on him or next to him? Uh, yeah, let's go on. He can cushion my fall with his Oops. iron plating. All right, you're gonna roll. You're gonna roll an attack here. Great. So, what is it? It's a punch, kick, headbutt. Yeah. So it's a d20 plus five. Mm-hmm. That's all you need for now. <laughs> oh, it's twenty-one. Twenty-one hits. You land on him, sort of almost grab him by the sort of front panel of his chest and slam him down into the ground. Will, roll your damage. Which has got plus plus two because of your ranting rage. Yeah, so it's D4 plus five plus two. So D4 plus (laughs) seven. It's an eight. Eight points of damage. You smash in to Chef Bezos. And he crunches into the floor with a, oh, no, mate. Laura, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to leap off the gantry onto him and bring my frying pan down on his head as I land. Amazing. You roll an attack as well. Uh, like me- melee? What am I doing? Yeah, this is a melee. This is a melee. Oh, no, it's bad. It's nine. Laura, you jump off, but you were because you went round the other side. You were a bit too far from him, and you you misjudged the jump. Can you please make a dexterity check to see how you do as you jump off the gantry, not onto a cushion man? Oh, no, it's not great either. It's eleven. Oh no, Laura. Laura, you've been a fucking hindrance this entire time. Yeah. You take four points of damage Uh-oh. as you land and turn your ankle as you hit the floor. Bloody hell, Harry! Actually. <laughs> Oh, you two aren't going to stop me. I'm Chef Bezos. Okay, can I can I do my punning strike bonus action, please? You can, yes. Okay. So to do this, you have to do a pun based on the situation you find yourself in. Yeah. I, um, I've got, like, I'm winded from my fall, and I, I look up and I push my hair out of my face, and I go, Chef Bezos, what, what can you cook up other than... 
Why now, Will? I was in the middle of my pun. Put your fucking bag down. I mean, to be fair. Uh, I am sorry. <laughs> um. Go again. Okay. <laughs> I okay, so I landed. I'm winded. I pushed my hair on my face. And I, Rip. <laughs> and I say, Chef Bezos, you all you're cooking up is capitalism. <laughs> you idiot. It was worth the wait, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm going to say it counts as a pun. <laughs> and Jeff Bezos, is his mind almost explodes with how cutting your words were. And he is stunned. Yeah. He's just absolutely rocked to his core. He's starting to question his entire life choices as both a celebrity chef and as a billionaire. Yeah. He's stunned. It's his go. So sadly for him... Instead of in, instead of just get doing things, he has to see if he can get past this stun situation. Now, Laura, you can make this harder for him if you can do another pun on the same subject. Yeah, I say you might have named your company after the longest river in America, but you won't have the longest life because <laughs> we're going to kill you. I'm going to say that's definitely not a pun. So he is no, not okay, going to have on. any... Hang hang on, no, wait, it's wait. Done. I was distracted by Will. Um, uh, no, you weren't. Yeah, I say Mississippi, more like Hittissippi. Also, not a pun. Yes, it is, right, miss and hit. Hittissippi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I hit him. Will! You're not pudding. You're pudding previously. You just say the word hit and miss over and over again. It's not fucking jukebox jury. Right. Stop it. Unfortunately for you, your pun does not count and he rolled quite well. So, he has been stunned for this round. He does waste his first turn. You successfully did that, but he does save for it and he starts to come too from the impact of the initial pun. In many ways, Hittisippi may have helped rouse him to consciousness. Um, That's bullshit. That, that is Chef Bezos' turn. Will, you are currently mounted the armoured body of Chef Bezos. What would you like to do? I want to just start pummeling the fuck out of him while I rant and get more hit points. Okay. Roll to hit and give us some ranting. Well, the thing is, fucking your chefness, I get it with someone like Elon Musk. At least he started as an engineer and has gone mad. But you own a fucking shop. All this is is a shop. And now I've got a fucking robot in my house and a Lexus listening to every single thing I do. And I'll tell you this, you're clearly keeping the better models for yourself because mine doesn't turn into armour. Mine says things like, what's the weather in Birmingham? And it says, I'm sorry, I couldn't find that. You're a piece of fucking shit. Put a car in space. Stop going in space your fucking self and just send me my groceries and pay your staff a decent amount of money. And also, don't shove a turducken up Santa's asshole, <laughs> you weird little creep. Roll to hit. Your rage continues. It's a 16. A 16 does not hit him in his Iron Chef form. He is completely encased in this armour and you just can't pummel through. It's very tough stuff. Laura, what would you like to do? Um, I'm just going to whack him with my frying pan. Nothing fancy, just whack him. Roll to hit. Just whack him. Um, a 13? A 
13 misses. Well, the, you know, the, the, the frying pan hits the armor, but it just bounces off. <laughs> you can't hit me, he says, as he sort of wrestles off and now manages to stand up. And he says, Alexis, engage the wall cannons. And these guns, these mounted turrets, appear on the walls and start firing at the both of you. The one firing at Will is a 15 to hit. Yep. Oh, it hits Will. And that is going to be six points of damage as one of these, again, these blue lasers blasts into you. The one firing at Laura uh, does a 12 hit, Laura. Yeah, uh, no, no, 16 no. is my armor class. Okay, so you managed to de deflect the laser with your flying frying pan. And then, that was his, that was his special action. Uh, he just is going to swing a punch at Will, who hurt him pretty badly just a minute ago. Um, I've dropped my dice. Also, Tom, this is the um, Christmas episode of our podcast. Maybe we could win. <laughs> well, then you better do better, hadn't you? Uh, however, he has rolled a five, uh, so he misses you with his swing. Um, Will, it's your go. What would you like to do? Have I still got... Did I bring the kitchen knife in the end? Uh, no, you brought the rifle instead. You did say, yeah. Unless you wanted to bring it as well. That, you, I don't mind to say you bought it as well. No, we can't cheat. If I didn't bring it, if I didn't bring it, I didn't bring it. But I have got the <laughs> rifle, have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah still got that. Oh, I'm going to shoot him. Yeah, point blank air rifle to the robot. But I want to shoot him because yeah. I'm quite a smart boy. I want to shoot him somewhere like I think it would do the... There's clearly technology going on between Alexis and the armour. Yeah. I want to disrupt the Bluetooth or whatever okay. it is. So you're aiming for the aiming for the Bluetooth sensor in the room. But, well, I suppose there must be one on the suit, yeah. doesn't there? Ro roll an intelligence check. Oh, and also, is Ranting Rage done? It's only lasts for a minute. I've done it for two goes, haven't I? Yeah, that's fine. It's still going. Intelligence. 12. You don't know where where the Bluetooth sensor might be, but you can take a pot lock sh luck shot and hope. Roll to hit. Roll to hit with your, with your gun. Okay. I'll do that then. Eighteen. 18 does hit. So, ting, uh, you manage to fire off and it hits uh, a point on him. One of the sort of glass panelling seems to crack. Roll the damage on that one, Will. So do I get my plus two as well? Uh, no, because this is a gun that's doing the damage. It's not you. Okay. Two. Two. So again, this kind of like sheet of glass shatters a bit on his armour, but it doesn't do much to a man like Chef Bezos. A Laura. sheet of glass? Shatters yeah, a know, bit after it's being shot. Glass. Yeah, it's safety it's glass. Safety exactly. glass. Um, is anything lying on the floor around us, or is this room like clear? No, there's quite a lot. There's an oven. There's Father Christmas. There's a whole oh, sort of like true. chef's workbench in front of this live streaming. Camera. Oh, I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to grab the ring light and I'm going to frisbee it at his face. I love it. Boom. Roll to hit. Roll to hit. That's oh, going right. to count as a, like a, That's a weapon. That's throwing stuff. Oh my yeah. God! Can I please <laughs> roll in double figures? <laughs> Guess what? It doesn't hit. The ring light goes flying and the people watching at home have now got a slightly worse view. Now Chef Bezos says, Alexis, bring in the drones. <laughs> Two drones enter the room and start blasting towards the two of you. 
uh, that's going to be a hit on Will. Uh, Will, you take another six points of damage. Laura, that's going to be another miss on you. Weirdly, I rolled the same again. Five for you. Um, now there are two drones flying around, and Bezos is still shouting at Alexis to do things for him, and he swings another punch. This time he's aiming towards Laura after he after she just threw the ring light. Uh, this is a 16 to hit, Laura. Oh, no, that hits. This could be the end of Laura. It's only four points of damage. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, I shout, Alexis, stop being a jerk. Make a charisma check, Laura. Oh, come on. The first good roll of the game. Oh, it's a 20. Suddenly, as Laura figures out the very simple puzzle, <laughs> Alexis <laughs> listens to her. Yes! And the drones drop out of the sky. And the armour falls off Chef Bezos. He is completely exposed. <gasps> Get him Will, in the nads, Will. What would you like to do? I would like to point my gun at his face. But I'd like to say, Chef, it doesn't need to be this way. Do you not know the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, the proud rich man who at this most glorious time of year learned the error of his ways? You have the means, chef, to bring humanity so many treasures, so many good things. Your legacy will not is not yet written in stone, Jacob Marley. You can you have been divested <laughs> of the shackles that Alexis put on you. The fight doesn't need to happen. This symbol behind us, Santa, trussed up like some sort of dinner. Sexy dinner. Is, is pure and ready. You can end this, Chef. Be the man you were born to be. And if not, I'm going to shoot you in the face with this gun. <laughs> Will. Will turns his ranting rage into a, a, a thoughtful monologue. Will, roll a charisma check. I'm going to give you advantage on this for the sheer power good, of your That words. was a good idea, wasn't it? That? It was. It's good stuff. Roll with advantage. So Will's going to roll twice and take the better of the two options. Well, the first one, my charisma is plus five. The first one was seven. <laughs> <laughs> 21. Brilliant. And as Chef Bezos hears these words with the threat of an air rifle pellet to the face, he slumps and looks at the two of you, looks at Father Christmas tied up, and says, Oh, mate, what have I done? Laura, do you say anything? I, I'm, I untie Father Christmas and um, begin rubbing his wrists with um, like a, like a moisturiser to make sure the skin stays smelling like cinnamon and doesn't hurt from where he's been trussed. <laughs> That's probably available because they've got everything in those warehouses. Yeah, everything. Yeah. I've already whispered to Alexis, Alexis, bring me some like really fancy hand cream, like from one of those shops that smells even when you're just walking past it. And as you ask Alexis to do that, Milton Brown, yes, a, a, a little a little drone shuffles out with a lovely pot of hand cream. Yeah. And you realise mm, we could have asked Alexis for almost anything in this warehouse that would have really helped with this fight. Yeah. But we didn't figure that out. Either. Just used a frying pan and, and our and our common sense. And common sense. Will, 
as Jeff Bezos, no, Jeff, this is nothing to do with Jeff. Chef. As Chef Bezos collapses <clears throat> to his knees and looks up at you. Where do I go from here? Every, the whole world's seen who I really am. He gestures to the camera that's still live streaming. Will, what do you say? I know, Will. Will, cut to me. It's an excellent Let's question, see. Chef. Um, my friend has something to say, but it will come back to me. I have more to say, but uh, my friend I has say, something to say. Chef Bezos, the only way to show the world what stunning man, what, what stunning taste you have is to become a National Treasures patron. You need to go to patreon.com forward slash National Treasures, Chef Bezos, and just sign up five pounds a month and the whole world will see that you're a brilliant man. That's all you have to do. It's oh, an excellent it, idea, Chef. I do that, that Does that include you. the Years and Years podcast? I yeah, hear it's it great. Does. That gets you a free podcast <laughs> every week. It gets you a welcome pack, signed photo. If you want to do £10 a month, you get a mug and you can come to the live stream every month, Chef Bezos. Well, that's sure, sounds... Just go to the website, really Chef, and see which one suits your current uh, financial situation. Also, if, but you I know... become, if you become a patron right now, Chef Bezos, you can come to our New Year's Day live stream review of 2021 for free, for absolute free. And that's £5 for a ticket, so you're really yeah. just doing yourself a great deal yeah. there, Chef. So if you want to just come to that, pay £5 and then become a patron afterwards, that doesn't make any sense, Chef Bezos. You might as well do it now and and try it out. But as well as that, <laughs> you can just stop being like a little dragon, trying to hoard in all your stuff. Share it out. Love to see your song, Chef Bezos. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Oh, I really assumed it was going to be a Christmas like... song. <laughs> oh, God rest ye merry, <laughs> Chef Bezos. And with that, Will and Laura and the patrons of National Treasures, what's it called, Treasures Pod, looking now. now the, all of you lot, right? Managed to convince Jeff, Chef Bezos to, <laughs> to change his ways. Yeah. And Laura and Will sought out the rest of the reindeer and the elves who'd all been packaged up in too much cardboard. And Santa and his whole team are ready to get back to the rest of the evening. And luckily now, Jeff's had a change of heart. Chef. He agrees to... Chef. For legal reasons. <laughs> chef. I've never at any point said the G word or the J word. Look. Chef Bezos agrees that the drones and his full workforce can be used to help with the rest of the night's deliveries because he realises that he has made quite a significant dent in the already pressing time schedule of being Father Christmas. Oh, and one more thing, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Columbo. <laughs> Those weird shops where you don't have to pay. No one likes them. It's No one minds paying. Just do a normal shop. Thank you. Right. That that's that's the that's the note you wanted to leave it on, was it? You that's thought the yeah. very final Christmas thought. Special is ending. And so <laughs> everyone went about their business. Santa jumped in his sleigh without even trying, as our heroes said goodbye to Dasher, Blitzen, and Ryan. And Santa Claus waved as they flew out of sight. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night!
Ho, ho, ho. And then I turn to Will and I say, oh, that was a good adventure, Will, but even though I, we're tired and I've only got four hit points left before I go unconscious, we still have to record a Christmas episode of National Treasures. Unless you happen to be recording all of that. And I say, I'm always recording on my phone, Laura, but I do think, despite the fact he showed contrition, we should probably call the police. <laughs> Ho, ho. And that's what we did. Thank you so much to our special guest, what Tom great... Livingstone. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for having me, guys. Where can our listeners find more of you and The Noise Next Door? Well, you can find me as part of The Noise Next Door is probably best. Uh, we're at Noise Next Door on everything. And I'm elsewhere, but really, frankly, I mainly do stuff as The Noise Next Door. So just do that bit, I would. Yeah, Noise Next Door. Go and see their lock-ins. Um, yes, Merry Christmas to you, our listeners. Thank you for joining us. Series three should be in your ears by February. Um, and we have got some cracking places lined up to visit, haven't we, William? We have, actually, yeah. Uh, some cracking people sending us to some cracking places. Um, but really, I hope that your families have not been too annoying this Christmas day. If they have, it's fine. It's nearly over. Um <laughs> Bye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. 
code PROGRAM.